I'm health coach Heather, and you've got episode 135, How to Fight Food Inflation. Welcome to the Healthy Families Rule podcast. This podcast is a resource for families who are on a path to optimal wellness, but still aren't able to reach their physical and mental goals. I'm Heather Mitchell, and with over 10 years experience in nutrition and exercise and a certified master health coach, I'm uniquely qualified to help you and your family achieve optimal health. So for the next few minutes, set aside your concerns and learn how you can self-repair your body and mind and experience greater joy in your life. Alrighty, happy weekend and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Heather Mitchell, and we are here to have another great discussion, but can we celebrate for just a second? Kids have gone back to school here in Arizona. They started on Monday. They're doing awesome you know, it allows me some time here to focus on helping you guys get what you need, get some help, and have a quality life, okay? That's my purpose for you, is to help you get all of that. So with kids going back to school, I am back at it, making healthy lunches and healthy snack boards, and you can come follow along that journey on my Instagram page. Just look for Health Coach Heather, and there's spaces between the names Health Coach and Heather. Just come look for me there. Um, and be sure to check the stories every day. I've always got kind of a behind the scenes of what's going on in my life that day and the food I'm cooking. So you might just want to check that out too. And if you're following me over on Facebook, I do have a page. Uh, uh, it's a group page. It's called Healthy Families Rule. And we do group challenges in there. And I've been posting my webinars right in there going live right in that page. And last week we had a webinar that was entitled... It was actually this week. It was Thursday. It was entitled How to Manage Your Time to Prioritize Your Health. Because so many times I hear from people and they say, gosh, I just don't have time to get healthy. I wish I had the time. Well, I'm showing you the system. In this webinar, you can go watch the replay. How to time manage your schedule to prioritize your health. When you do this, it makes all the difference in your weight loss so that you can fit into those amazing pair of jeans come this fall so that you can feel like you have more energy, so you can sleep better at night, so that your mood is more stable and happy, you can have less stress and, and anxiety in your life. All you need to do is learn how to manage that calendar so that you can start prioritizing the things that matter most to you. And without your health, folks, we got nothing. So that is really truly my mission in life, is to become knowledgeable enough to, to help you out with whatever is going on, whatever the doctor diagnoses you with, whatever's going on, you can come to me. We can work together. I can help you with some natural supplements and a healthy lifestyle, a healthy diet, and some and an exercise protocol that can actually help your body self-repair. That is the truth. And that's what I want to give to all of the people who decide to come work with me and find me or just follow me. Hopefully, all the information I'm giving out on my social media channels is worth it for you guys and listening to the webinars and all the great things I'm doing. So I don't say that to toot my own horn. I just know the urgency of my work and helping people right now get healthy. This is the time. This is when we need you at your best right now, okay, with all the stuff going on in the world. So 
If I could be of any assistance and use the skills and the knowledge that I have invested in myself, I want to pay it forward and help you guys the best that I can. But today, we are going to talk about this topic of food inflation and all of our resources for some of some of the middle class family here and, and lower class and maybe even some upper class people. It is a struggle. You're now having to really look at your budget, see where your money's going, and it's going fast, isn't it? Because the prices on food have gone up. And not just food, gasoline. And now possibly more taxes are going to be coming our way. So this is what we have to do. We have to learn how to kind of beat the system in a way. Like how do we fight the food inflation ourselves and get to a healthy place and still be able to feed our families and maybe even have some money left over to go do some fun stuff still, right? Well, I follow a nice little lady, little old lady on YouTube, Mary's Nest, and she is a, a, a fellow traditional foods diet cook like myself, follow the traditional Weston A. Price diet, the wise traditions way with fermented foods and um, just making your own things, learning how to can, learning how to to use what's in your pantry, being a really a good homemaker. Uh, and that's really what makes some of us women, not all women, but it makes some of us women, when we bake a fresh loaf of sourdough bread, it makes us feel like a real mom, like a real good woman some, somehow, just baking something or creating something from scratch. And that is a wise tradition's way of living for sure, is just using what you have, living off the land a little bit, learning how to eat, you know, even organ meats and fermented foods to help your health and heal your gut. And this is how we do it. Okay, so I'm going to give you what her nine tips were to fight food inflation. And we'll, we'll kind of see what we come up with here as we're going through this together. All right, the first tip, and not only not only Mary says this, but many emergency prep people that I just interviewed, I just interviewed a guy on my other podcast. I have another podcast called Sound the War Cry. It is an emergency preparedness podcast for helping people kind of get more prepared in the times that we live in. And I just interviewed Dennis Lawrence. Now, Dennis, he lives in Mesa, Arizona, and he is like the guru godfather of emergency prep and food storage and how to do things. So I'm going to be picking his brain a lot more in the future, but I had a great interview with him. And this was also his number one tip was to take inventory to fight in food inflation with let's take inventory of what we have going on right now. Okay. So what do we have in our working pantry? When I say working pantry, I mean, the one that's right next to your stove or oven that you kind of get into and there's your, there's your olive oil, there's kind of what you're, you're used to grabbing, maybe a couple canned goods, your salt, your spices are about, about right there too. And you have this working pantry, okay? We got to take inventory of what's in there and what else do we need. Now, in addition to the working inventory, like the, what did I just call it? The working pantry we got to go through our refrigerator. Every week, you should be going through your refrigerator and being able to clean it out, see what you have, see what scraps of food that you can turn into like bone broth if you have any celery going bad or onion kind of looking sad a little bit, maybe some carrots looking sad and wilty. All of that can be thrown into a bag 
of a Ziploc bag, put into your freezer, and when you're ready to make your bone broth from your chicken carcass, because maybe you're buying whole chickens, this is something you think about on a wise traditions diet, is using the entire animal that you purchase. Maybe you, instead of buying chicken breasts, you're now investing more in the whole chicken, okay? Because we can use it nose to tail type of thing. So, and we know chickens don't have tails, <laughs> but actually they have like um, feather, tail, sh- tail feathers, right? So it is kind of like a tail. Anyways, um, we're going we're gonna to use the whole carcass. We're going to use it all. And when it's time to make our bone broth. So, so that's one thing. We got to go through our inventory in our fridge, go through our freezer, kind of check it every, every week, see what's in there. What are we running low on? What do we have a lot of that we need to start using the next week? This is something people don't do is really just take an inventory of, wow, I actually have food in my freezer that could get used up, but it's just sitting there. If you're anything like me, this is what's happening in your house. And this is why we can start creating meals around what we already have in our freezers. Okay. Um, And then you have your stock pantry. And the stock pantry is usually kept in a hall closet or perhaps in your garage on some shelves like mine is, or perhaps it's dedicated to a, a child's closet area or whatever and you have just stockpile of extra things that you're using quite often in bulk there so you can just go and grab it if you run out of your working pantry you have a stock pantry if you do not have a stock pantry right now I recommend that you get a stock pantry you dedicate a spot in your house just for an extra stock pantry for anything personal care items that you like and that might go on sale um you know, your canned goods, this, these are your shelf-stable things, not your refrigerator things. They're, they're your shelf-stable things, your rice, your beans, your flour, your sugar, whatever. Whatever um, your sauces are, your cocoa aminos, right, your, your coconut oils, all of that, you start stocking that up and put that in your stock pantry. So take the inventory first. That is step number one to fight food inflation. Step number two is to save your receipts so you can compare as prices increase. So if prices are on sale, you're going to want to pick up three or four of that item. Also, don't be brand loyal if you don't have to be if you're on a tighter budget, okay? So download um, the store apps. Those have been really helpful for me and see what the sales are and the coupons, Now, I have gone through different phases of my life where I did coupon and then I didn't coupon. And I just find it easier if I want to coupon just to look at the ads that come on Tuesday in the mailbox and then download the app to that store and kind of make my grocery list right there. And I can even just have it already like delivered or they pull the groceries and I just go pick them up. And then I just get the deals on things. Like if I want to do that, I will always save more money by not actually physically entering a grocery store myself. Because you know when we go in there, there's always more things that we find that we buy that we don't need. So that's a good tip right there. Um, If something is on sale, buy three or four, stock up on it. If you like it and your family eats it, you're just going to want to have some extras around in case there are food shortages that are coming. Okay. Now, uh, you want to also buy in bulk. This is tip number three, buy in bulk. So bulk sections in the grocery store are awesome. They're just a great way to, again, not have to like buy all this extra containers. If you have containers already at home, just buy in bulk and refill your stuff. 
and bulk will always save you because it's not packaged in the package. So different stores like Winco have a good bulk section. Um, there are certain Fry's grocery stores here over on the West Coast that have a, a decent bulk section. Um, Whole Foods typically has a good bulk section. But uh, I would love to hear if you have stores that have good bulk sections and if they're still stocked up pretty good where you live, that would be something to let us all know so we can we can go check it out. Um, you know, when you buy in bulk, uh, if you see if you can get 25 pounds or larger of things like beans, rice, whole grain type stuff, white rice, I will say, although, you know, it lacks nutrition pretty much you there are ways to make it more nutritional like by cooking your white rice in your bone broth and if you need a recipe for good bone broth just go to my youtube channel health coach heather type in bone broth health coach heather and it will it'll pop up and you can make that bone broth and use it in your rice and in your cooking all week long so White rice has definitely a longer shelf life than brown rice will. Brown rice will go rancid. So that's why when you're just planning on stocking up on things, white rice. I like jasmine rice myself. Okay. Number, tip number, I guess this is number, number three was like buy in bulk. Number four is buy in bulk in 25 pound bags or larger for the beans, rice, and whole grains. Number five is learn how to store food properly so that the food lasts longer. I also have a video on if you are going to buy these 25 pound bags or larger of stuff, you're going to need to know how to stock it, how to store it so that weevils don't get in it, so that it doesn't go bad. I do have a video again on my YouTube channel, Health Coach Heather how to store your food properly, you know, how to seal your bags. And the way I do it is I just take five gallon buckets and then I get five gallon Mylar bags on Amazon and I just fill a five gallon Mylar bag after I put it in the bucket. I fill it with the beans or the rice or whatever. And then you can try to suck the air out or to squeeze the air out, put an oxygen absorber in there, a 2000 cc oxygen absorber. And then you can seal it with, um, you know, if you have an iron or a flat iron, you can seal those Mylar bags pretty good there. And then put the lid on really tight to that bucket and label that bucket. And now you've got a good storage plan there. You're not going to lose what you bought. Okay. It's going to last years and years, 20, 30, 40, who knows how many years. Okay. But a long time, at least 20. That's why we got to learn how to store the food properly. Uh, tip number six is to start a kitchen garden. So herbs cost quite a bit of money at the store. Have you tried to buy like a sprig of rosemary or thyme or whatever? It's three, four bucks sometimes for some of these little bitty herbs they give you. And herbs will grow pretty darn well almost anywhere if you just learn how to grow them. And sometimes they take over your whole garden. So I've got like mint right now taking over my my rosemary is doing amazing and it just grows all itself and I don't have to worry about some certain herbs that I need to pick up at the store because I have them right out in my garden. So keep growing herbs and start a kitchen garden. That's going to help save you money and help you. It can be used, the money that you do save on the herbs can actually be used to put towards your prepper pantry is what you want. All right, tip number seven, learn how to home can. If you don't know how to can food yet, I also suggest you go to my channel, YouTube, Health Coach Heather, 
look up some of my canning videos. We do can, canned meat we've done. We canned beans, canned butter, um, canned carrots, green beans, potatoes, you name it. There's a lot of recipes on there for canning and just pick one. Go get the ingredients for that one thing and learn how to can. Get yourself a few things like a water bath canner. You don't need that if you have a big pot that you can put the jars in. But that, those are for high acid foods like your your tomatoes and um, meats and things like that. Not meats, okay? Um, you need to pressure cook the low acid foods and those would be like your meat, your meats. But those are, meat is actually a high acid food. So we can water bath, just know that there's different foods that do you go that can go in different. So the water bath canner, typically I have I do like hmm I've done pizza sauce in a water bath canner. I've done jams and jellies in just a water bath canner. Um, any kind of sauces or things like that. The things I pressure cooked in the past have actually been the butter. I've pressure cooked meat. I've pressure cooked beans. And I believe when I was listening to the tutorials, it was water bath canners. Um, you do the water bath for high acid foods. And then for the pressure cooker, you do low acid foods. But I know you need to pressure cook meat. And meat is actually a high acid food. So maybe those two are switched. I can't remember. But just know there's, there's more to learning how to can. And there's so many videos on YouTube on how to do this. And I just buy a pressure cooker. And this is not your Instapot. This is an actual pressure cooker, pressure cooker. And you don't need to be scared because they, there's ways to do it. And you don't have to be scared of how to use it. They work amazingly well. And once you get the hang of it, it's super easy. All right, so learn how to can and start canning more. So when you come into seasons like late summer, fall, that's when your farmer's markets have like boxes of peaches, tomatoes, all kinds of stuff. Apples will be coming and you can learn how to just make applesauce pressure cook or apple pie filling if you want or you can do some jams and jellies with the fruits you get, whatever, okay? I have a freeze dryer too, so I'm always rotating using different things from my pressure cooker to my freeze dryer to my water bath canner and that's what I do okay tip number eight we already talked about and it's just clean out the refrigerator cleaning it out once a week will help you to know what you have to know what you need to use the next week if it's going bad to save your scraps for making bone broth um, any scraps can really be saved to go into different recipes. So don't just think everything can be thrown away because it's gone a little bit bad. You can still use certain things to make things out of. Like I had strawberries that were kind of going bad and I made some strawberry vinegar out of it and it was awesome. So just know you, things don't have to go to waste if you know how to really work the food well and make different things out of it. Which brings me to number nine. Tip number nine, meat extenders and meal extenders. You need to have these kind of in your pantry. And that would be stuff like your beans and rice because when you're making a meal, we know that meat costs the most money. But if you have some meat and you mix it with some rice and some other things, maybe a can of tomatoes, now you've got some extenders that will extend that meat. A lot of people will make meatballs with their ground beef, but if they don't have a lot of ground beef, they can put oatmeal rolled oats into that ground beef 
and cook them up and nobody really knows they've got oats in there. It just extended the meat. So that we call those meat extenders and meal extenders. Tonight I made um, a lovely dish. It's a paella, which is a Spanish dish that has some chicken and some like kielbasa sausage. And when you're cooking that up, you're like, well, this doesn't, this is good, but it, that's, it wouldn't last long. But then once you add like the the broth to it and you add the cup of rice and you put the lid on it, that rice extends. It's, it's, it just blossoms out and then you have a huge pot of food so that rice and then the peas you add to it um, it really does extend the meal quite a bit more than just the meat so you just you're getting fuller without needing as much and not needing as much meat okay but this is these are the tips to kind of fight the food inflation is to start stocking up your pantries learning how to use your food, looking at it properly, buying in bulk, starting a kitchen garden, okay, cleaning out that fridge and freezer, taking some inventory there, comparing prices at the store, seeing what's going up. If something's on sale, you buy just a few more of it. And this will help you to have security if anything happens where, you know, you can't, we can't even buy some of the stuff on the shelves. But anyway, it's nice to have that stock up pantry. That stock pantry will really, it does really come in handy quite a bit. When you hadn't planned out dinner and you might be running low on something, you can run to that stock pantry and grab a couple things in there that you know that you'll eat and that you like, your family likes, and cook them up, okay? So I hope that these tips were helpful for you to remember that you can fight food inflation by just learning some of these tips, knowing how to do things and feeling more secure that you have a skill here. You have something a lot of people don't have, and that is the skill of knowing how to fight food inflation, knowing how to prepare meals and keep your family going. And when times get tough, you know, because you, you, you're already prepared, you're stocked up, you're ready to go. So I want to leave you with this. Everything is kind of in an interesting spot right now, isn't it, in our world? And I just... I love being a part of kind of this winding up period a little bit of, of what's going on in the world and watching it. And it's scary, yes, and it does bring some anxiety and some stress along with it. But it's also an exciting time, and it's more exciting for those who are prepared. It really is. So s stay, stay in this game with us, okay? Let's just do this. Let's link arms. Let's be a community who takes care of each other. And we'll just give each other tips like this to fight this food inflation. Have a beautiful rest of your week, my friends, and I will talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey, if you loved this podcast episode, would you do me a favor? Hit copy and paste and share it in your Instagram or Facebook stories. That would be amazing. And if you want to rate and review the show, I love those too. And as always, if you need more help from me or looking to understand what coaching is and how it can help you, go on over to healthcoachheather.com to learn more about coaching and how we can work together. Mm -hmm.